Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The rainy and cold season is just around the corner. And if you or you know someone suffering from different skin conditions, United Home, manufactured by Unilab, offers products to help with just that for you and your family. Starting with United Home Dermatech, you won't have to deal with psoriasis or eczema because it has mometasone cream or ointment that can provide relief for your itchy, red, and scaly skin. Plus, United Home Dermatech is only at half price and available in all leading drugstores online. They also have United Home Whitfields, the number one Whitfields ointment in the market that helps treat alipunga, buni, an'an, and a lot more fungal infections. If your main concern, naman, is pimples and scabies or galis, United Home Sulfant Ointment can soften and loosen the crusts on the skin and can destroy itch mite. There has never been a better time than now to try and keep you and your family safe and healthy with United Home. Avail yours now in Mercury Drug and other leading drugstores nationwide or click the link in the description and welcome United Home in your homes. Sabi nga nang mga nanay, United Home. Network Asia. Network Asia. At the beginning, you don't know it yet, right? At the beginning, when a relationship happens, when a collaboration happens, there's so much uncertainty, but at the same time, there's a knowing. So for us, I think it was that inner knowing that this is my purpose, this is your purpose and yours, and let's collaborate because we believe in it, because we prepared for it. You're listening to Project Loving Myself Podcast, a well-being podcast that shares stories of self-love, mental fortitude, and self-discovery. Hosted by life designer and well-being coach, Sanaya Gurnamal. Hi, I'm Sanaya Gurnamal, and this is the Project Loving Myself Podcast. Join me each week as we navigate through aha moments, new ideas, and flashes of insight from candid conversations that inspire you to get started on your own project of loving yourself. Because the most important relationship you will ever have is the relationship that you have with yourself. You matter. This is Project Loving Myself. They're beautiful. Welcome to another episode of making yourself the priority for a change. I'd like to start off by asking you a question. What are your plans for this year, for 2022? I'd like you to really think about that. What new habits have you started or are going to start? What are your goals for this year? 
What is the vision? What is the bigger picture? So if you haven't already figured that out, I'm a huge planner myself. I like to make checklists and I love to be so organized with everything because I'm doing a lot of different things between the podcast, my well-being center, my children, and everything else that I do in my day. One thing that I've learned in my own well-being journey is how important it is to have balance in your life. And without any planning, I find it very hard to keep that balance. But when I plan my day, I plan in advance. I have my goals. I have my vision. I know what I'm going to do at the start of every day. I find that I'm able to get things done productively, efficiently, and spend time with the people that I love. Now, interestingly enough, I've been very into planners and journals to help me keep my day straight. It has helped me to get all my thoughts out of my head and laid out on paper so that I don't miss a thing, so that everything is right there in front of me. Specifically, I got the Ad Astra Planner and Guided Journal as a gift this year, and I fell in love with it. I've been using it consistently since the start of the year. I write in it every single day, journaling my thoughts, my inspirations, tracking my habits, putting my goals, my vision down. Honestly, it has been so fun, so exciting to be using this planner. So if you haven't heard of it, go check it out. I highly recommend this planner. But we're going to learn a lot more about it and the story that brought it out into this world for us to actually play with, for us to actually use. We're going to get a little bit more on that from our three guests today. I wouldn't be writing my heart out in this beautiful book if it weren't for the three ladies joining us on our episode, the creators of Ad Astra themselves. Three gorgeous ladies with one goal, one mission, to share the things that helped them during their personal crises with other people, which was astrology, journaling, and self-reflection. Thus, the birth of the Ad Astra Astrology Planner and Guided Journal. The team, Nina Mitra, the creative strategist, Inya Devera, the artist, and Monica Lopez Gamboa, the astrologer and drama therapist. Welcome to Project Loving Myself, girls. Hello, thank you so Hello. much for having us. Hi, Sanaya. Hi, Sanaya. Thank you for having Hi. us. We're so happy, excited to be here. Well, I'm so glad that the three of you I know who are in different locations, one person from New York, you know, the rest of you here in the Philippines, but still, I mean, getting you guys together at one time, I mean, it's phenomenal. And I'm so grateful that we're able to do this. Yes, we're so excited to to be here. And I feel like that's also like how we've been working to produce this planner. We always just find like a middle ground, like when everybody's available. And it's incredible because it's like, you know, we've been we produce this like, you know, cross like across the world. It's like she lives on the other side of the world and like us here and like we were so able to like make it happen. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. honestly, I, I think when three people or when when different people come together with one common goal and vision, anything is possible. And that's when like the magic really happens. And when I look at this, this planner, okay, I'm holding it up on video. And honestly, first of all, it is so beautiful. The images, I know we're all like holding up. Okay. So you guys (laughs) all have the yellow. (laughs) 
We all have the yellow. It's a favorite. <laughs> yeah, it's just, you know, it's such a happy color. And um, so I'm going to read uh, the cover. It says, Ad Astra, as above, so below. 2022. I mean, just reading those words gives me goosebumps. And I remember when I received this from you, Nina, and I, I opened it up. It was just so exciting. I couldn't wait to dive right in and start writing. And I did it right away. And I'm actually, it's been so incredibly busy since the year started. But when I got this journal, I was like, I don't care how, you know, how much time it's going to take me, but I got to get into this. And I have, you know, I, I'm on week two of really writing into the journal, actually more than week two. So I started kind of the third week of January and we are pretty much on that first week of February now. And honestly, I've been really good about writing into it and I love it. It's the way I start my day. So tell me girls, how did you come together to create this most magical planner and journal? Ad Astra. Tell me about the idea, the name, the concept, the story. I mean, I want the whole deal. Okay. Well, first of all, I'm so glad to hear that you love the planner because like, I mean, coming from you, like, that's incredible. Like we love you. Um, and okay, well, okay. Where did it all start? Um, Inya, Monica and I actually know each other way back. Um, in grade school like we all went to the same grade school and high school so um and we worked um individually together in like different projects like monica and inya worked together in monica's like introductory workshop for astrology and inya and i worked together in um sea games um it's this it's like uh the event that happened in 2019 um so yeah we for the we all know each other we came together um and we just wanted to produce something that, that we knew like would help us like, you know, kind of like put ourselves back on track, especially when the pandemic hit, like everyone was just like at a loss. It's like, what is going on? Um, you know, from going from being out all the time, like going to work, being on field, like with the sea games um, and then being completely like on lockdown it's like it's a complete like lifestyle shift and it's like most of us is like most of us don't know how to handle that big of a change so um you know as you said in your introduction like we actually turned to like journaling to astrology and like all these um new methods of like therapy and like i guess like going into like the name of ad astra which is latin to the stars we all came from like a catholic school and we grew up with like latin and like you know we grew up with this mantra called um ducat veritatem which lead uh it's leads lead towards the truth right and like we're now, always- they, now they can get they can guess the school. Now you, you know can that get motto. The, you can guess the school <laughs> if you know the motto. Um, but anyway, um, you know we're here in life to like ultimately find our truth, right? Like our purpose, and that's why we felt very drawn to like naming it Ad Astra, which is also guided by like a worldview as above, so below, because we do believe in Ad Astra. Like there's always magic in the mundane. Um, yeah. So girls, if you want to add anything to that, like, please. I love that. I love that. There's always magic in the mundane. And I've actually used the word magic, magical, 
you know, quite a few times since I started today's episode with you. And I think that that's kind of what this ad Astra, you know, journal and planner represents for me. It's a little bit of that magic in our life. And I think that when we open up our life to kind of what's out there, you know, what's beyond our everyday daily comprehension. And we bring a little bit more of that um, mysticism um, into our life. I think it creates that sense of magic and that sense of sort of like, I don't know, it's, it's excitement or it's, um, it's something. What, what would you guys say? Like, what, what is it? Like when you were creating this, there must have been some kind of emotion or feeling that really kind of guided you through the process. It's killing. I think that is the Filipino word that describes it. Okay. So <laughs> like when we define that for me, because killing is such a difficult word to actually <laughs> put into English. So, you know, help me out with that. I understand it also like in Tagalog, but uh-huh. how do we explain uh-huh. that? How would we break that down? So, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to attempt to do it. And being, being in New York, I have to explain it to the people here too. And for me, Kilig is when I Googled it, it was like your heart fluttering, your heart flutters. It's excitement. And I think this work was really that we created we wanted to fuse together what this astrology and journaling look like. And when we saw the art combined, our heart fluttered. <laughs> it was, you know, it comes from the stomach and then reverberates in your body. Honestly, and it's Monica, you yeah. nailed it. Your heart flutters, I think, is such <laughs> a perfect description. Now, you uh, mentioned the the illustrations, right? Now, Inia, I'm going to throw the question over to you since you're responsible for that. But these illustrations are beautiful, also very inspiring. Tell me, where did you get your inspiration for that? Thank you so much, Sanaya. So um, the illustrations came from um, the pandemic because I understand we were all kind of inside our own heads, also inside our own spaces, and there wasn't um, much opportunity to really go out. And so I found that <clears throat> I found that looking at nature and seeing the meaning behind, seeing the meaning, seeing the magic in the in nature, and arranging it in such a way that it flows naturally, like throughout the art process of really painting each energy of the month was really um, therapeutic in a sense that it let me let go and kind of make things flow. So. Um, coupled with an art therapy aspect and also trying to reflect on the things that Monica and Nina wrote, it became such a beautiful synergy that um, tied the whole planner um, message together. So agreed. Agreed. And, you know, speaking of this, this, the messages in the planner, you know, the images, I mean, all of it tying together to come, come and give us this beautiful creation. Um, what do you think was your intended goal? And what do you think happened with the planner? Like, did your intentions really manifest with it? Was it your own process of kind of growth that happened with the planner? Was it your way of, of giving people something that they could also use for their own um, personal growth and healing and so on? Like, did it kind of give you back everything you intended? 
Monica, do you want to do this with the whole um, community drama therapy? Yes, yes. Um, personally, the reason I did, or the re when I discovered my birth chart, it was as if my whole life shifted for the better. I was, you know, I, I was always constantly trying to prove myself and be this way, be a certain mold. But when I had my first chart reading um, in my astrology school, it was an online astrology school, my world shifted and I felt, I felt understood. I felt seen and validated and accepted. And that moment is what drove me um, to really want to be spreading it to everyone else. If someone could feel the way I felt as validated as when I had read my chart, can you imagine how empowered everyone would be if they knew their purpose? And so that was the beginning of my astrology journey and my therapy journey, because astrology made me more open to talking about the taboo of, you know, mental health of, I mean, even, even sex is, I can talk about it now because it's part of the astrology. It's part of life, right? And our desires, especially. And so that was the start. When I went to New York to pursue drama therapy and astrology, I found teachers and mentors. And I was just so full of information that I needed to bring it home. I needed to bring it back home because it wasn't available. And Munina and Inya have been with me before I even left. And so it was as if that bond was already formed. And so when I went home, it was a matter of being like, hey, so I'm back here. I learned all of it. How can we put it together? Um, and as an air sign, you know, I'm an air sign. I'm a Libra. I live in the ideas. And I needed a fire and a water and an earth to bring it all together. So we were... And that was us, right? I felt like the team were different, but we just complemented each other so well. And for me, I just wanted to share it, but it gave us so much more than, well, for me, than I thought, you know, than I thought it would ever be. So I'm still pleasantly surprised. So I love that it started with your own personal journey and then it became something you wanted to give back to everyone else. And then the yeah. right, you know, people, the right resources, I'm sure everything just kind of came together without much effort at all. It was just probably all flowed together. You guys came mm -hmm. together. Now, why a planner? Why a journal? Of all the ways mm -hmm. you could have channeled the information, the um, knowledge that you had received, that you had, you know, spent some time sort of acquiring, why put it in a planner? Because a lot of people who learn different kinds of techniques like astrology or numerology, I mean, they all want to become, you know, a coach or they want to help people by working with them individual. They want to be teachers. They want to be, you know... Um, guides. But in your case, um, in the three of your case, you all came in with your individual strengths and used it to create something a little bit different from the norm. So how did that idea come about? Okay. So, um, a planner, right? Like why a planner and why a guided journal? So, 
I've been talking to Monica about like, you know, building her brand because she's like, you know, like kind of like the face of all of this because, you know, she's our writer, she's the astrologer and drama therapist. And like, we were talking about like, okay, how do we reintroduce astrology? You know, like without like making it so overwhelming, like, you know, like get and making it more like digestible and more practical. So we were thinking of like, um, okay, like, you know, we can do like introductory courses or like we can do, we can continue your birth chart readings, but really like what is something that everyone will want to use and will, you know, like be able to like carry around. Like, so we just wanted to make something that's more tangible. And I feel like, you know, through a planner and like a journal, like that's like one way for us to like, you know, reintroduce astrology and making it more like embedded into our daily lives, especially because like, you know, um, during the start of the pandemic, like I would join like this little, little like therapy groups and like, um, what do you call this? Like little women containers where, um, a bulk of the work is actually like writing. So I was like, you know, this helped me so much, like go through like what I was going through at the start of the pandemic, like, you know, like I had a pause with at work. So I was literally like, you know, thinking about like, what am I going to do now with my life? Right. So a lot, a bulk of like what helped me is actually like writing and like, you know, learning about myself. And like, whenever I talk to Monica who, you know, she's been practicing birth chart readings on me ever since we've known each other. So like, um, I've had my own personal like therapist in her and like, I would always learn something new in like my natal chart and my birth chart. So like, you know, having that and like having journaling, like really helped me. And I felt like, okay, if this helped, if this helped me, it could probably help another person. So we were like, okay, let's make this, you know, like we, we want to create something, um, you know, everyone can like, um, use and like Inya has always been wanting to do like um, like a stationary brand like you know have another creative outlet aside from her work and like Monica wants to talk more and re- reintroduce astrology into um, the you know like our community and like I always love you know, supporting new businesses and bringing like um, ideas from zero to 100 so I feel like it all just made sense and like as you said, like it just came together like seamlessly. So yeah, that's why that's why we came up with this like, you know, very very cute planner. <laughs> Amazing. And to make it accessible, I think it's also to make therapy and courses accessible because we know courses cost money, therapy costs money. Yeah. But to be able to create this tool that we could produce and then it's in your hands, right? If you want it, then you'll put in the work and the guide is there. For So for me, it was a, a way to make care accessible for everyone, you know, the Philippines and then yeah. the yeah. world. Yeah. I, I agree with that too, because I um, see in the pages, you have a lot of different writing prompts, you know, different um, one-liners that make you think about certain aspects of your life, things that maybe we don't, you know, take a pause to start uh, mulling over. Um, and I like that, you know, it's in the actual book. And so it kind of forces you to sit down and answer those questions. And you obviously, it's enjoyable. It's not like, you know, it's not like a negative task. It's something that really helps us to kind of understand what's going on at any given time. Um, but talk to me a little bit about journaling. 
perhaps your own experiences mm-hmm. of journaling. I think journaling can be a little bit intimidating, a concept for people, because a lot of people may not know how to journal. What should they journal about? Um, I have a friend um, who started journaling during the pandemic, and he was telling me about how when he first thought of doing this, um, I think he picked it up from, from a class he took from a course webinar, something of the sort. And he wanted to do it, but he's like, what do I write about? You know, what do I put in that journal? And eventually what he decided to do was write letters to his three children. Mm. And every journal Mm. entry is kind of like his, his legacy to them. And he, you know, when he was talking about it, I had like tears in my eyes, but he was like, you know, one day I'll be gone, but they'll have my journals. And in my journals, you know, are all the memories that I want them to cherish and treasure. He has pictures in there. He's got, you know, little memories that he wants them to remember. He talks about like their holidays together or something they said to him and how it made him feel. And so it's, it's a real dedication to his children. And that's one Mm -hmm. way to do it. Um, For me personally, Mm -hmm. I start my morning by going up into a theta meditation. It's very quick for me. I just, you know, I go up, I I connect into that space and I'm in my meditative space. And I just kind of like stay in that space. And sometimes things come to me, some insights, some thoughts. Sometimes I'm just kind of organizing my mind. Sometimes I'm doing nothing, but I don't forcefully direct the process. It just kind of happens. And a couple of minutes later, I want to open the journal and I start writing in the um, space for that day. And it's really interesting because I, the message I download in my, in my meditation is exactly um, enough for the space in the journal. It's really (laughs) funny. I got to show this to you guys. Um, Everything I've written is like exactly the number of lines that is given in the actual section where, you know, it's by day. So I kind of, you know, I love that here. I don't know if you guys can see it. Yeah. Amazing. And there's only one entry that's a little bit shorter because I did that, you know, not in the morning, but that's really how it is. Um, And then that journaling ends up becoming my content Um, Sometimes I like to share it on social media. Sometimes it's part of what's going to go into my book. Um, Sometimes it's just something I share with my husband because it's an insight. And so it's kind of my little creative outlet um, for my thoughts. But how have you used journaling in your own lives? And what are some ways you could recommend to our listeners um, in terms of how they could use the, the guided journal or even just the, the concept of, the, of journaling in their own life? Who wants to start? <laughs> I can start. So personally, every morning I try to journal all of my thoughts everything that enters my mind basically because it lets me offload all kinds of things that may be blockers throughout the day like for example some mornings i would wake up really frustrated or you know something something would infuriate me already in the morning and i would just write it down and then i understand myself further like oh why did this trigger me or why is this so why does this make me feel this way? And it's really been a tool for me to really know myself more, understand um, how do I deal with things and how can I improve on um, reacting instead of uh, how to, 
and act, and rather than reacting, rather, how do I catch myself in situations or in I could lose my mind or lose control? Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm gonna use that. Journey. I'm gonna use that. How to <laughs> enact instead of react? That's a good one. I love that. So for for me, like in terms of journaling, like like what you said, Sanaya, like I use it as an outlet. You know, like I'm always on my I'm always in my computer. Like my work is in my computer. So like being able to write something down on paper just feels so different. And like um, it's just like it just like the ideas in my head like just flows differently when it's on paper. And I feel like there's no like. Um, pressure and like making it beautiful because it's like a piece of paper and I just want to be able to write everything in my head and like what Ina said to offload because there's so like if we keep everything like in our head and there's no place for us to like offload or like talk about it it's just it's just going to like you know like for me for me I might like implode and like I need I've always need like like an outlet for this and like I treat it like as a daily companion like if there's one day where I just won't be able to like you know see friends or see family then I always have my journal like I always have somewhere to like you know put my thoughts or like tell you know tell about talk about my day and I actually use it also for like um my affirmations and like my you know mantras for the day like the way I do it is I don't usually write like a word, like usually like I am worthy of, or like I am, you know, I am receiving all these abundance. Um, what I do is I actually write a letter, like similar to um, the friend that you mentioned, I actually write a letter to like myself saying like, um, dear Nina, like you've been doing such a great job. You've done this, you've done that. Even if it's something that I haven't achieved yet, I just claim it to the universe that it's already there. Um, And I feel like that actually helps me because it's in my mind and it's also in paper and like seeing it, it's like, I'm always reminded of it. And that's how I use it. And the way that we did add Asha is that we just put guided questions there for those who don't know where to start. That's why, um, you know, we put like one question or two questions per week. So that usually would help you like prompt like your journaling and like, you know, start from there. In March of 2020, when the pandemic hit, I decided to write a letter to myself that I would open a year after. And lo and behold, I found it. And I just, I was just in tears because of what I said, because of what I said when the pandemic started. And, and so I made it into a journal prompt because it's amazing to see your growth over time. And for me, I mean, my message to myself was, I'm proud of where you are. Right? You got this. You can push through with it. You're strong. You're, you're powerful. And then getting to read that a year after is, is fulfilling. It, you know, it, it makes the heart flutter. Yeah. <laughs> and so for me, right, for me, that has been um, inspiring in terms of write a letter to yourself and see at the end of the year um, how you spoke to yourself. Um, so that's one way to use it. For me, sometimes because I journal in the mornings 
and it's more free ride, whatever I'm feeling, it doesn't need to make sense. And that's the way I kind of center myself. But during the day um, with my Adastra planner, when something happens, when I got a job offer, when I, you know, did a, did a show or did a podcast, I write it down so I can remember three months from now, you're going to forget. Things happen so fast. There's so many things that happen. We forget. (laughs) But to be able to look back, it's like, this is what I achieved. And to see every day, one thing that I did is is a reminder that, you know, I'm living, I'm breathing, (laughs) and I'm growing, most of all. So So it's simple. In a way, you're you're kind of marking down all your personal milestones. It's kind of a way of exactly. keeping those memories alive, mm-hmm. referring back to them perhaps when you need a little bit of encouragement or you need to see how far you've mm-hmm. come. And I think that's yeah. something that we have all learned that this is what we need to do to keep going. I mean, this pandemic has taken a toll. So I'm glad you brought up the pandemic and the fact that mental health um, is something that I would say is been a challenge for everybody during this time. Things like writing letters to yourself in the form of a journal. I mean, this is one way to help yourself. So tell me a little bit about that. I know that you had mentioned um, previously that this journal was kind of this practice got you three through the pandemic in your own individual ways. So talk to me about your own mental health experiences and how journaling has helped you or directed you in any positive Mm -hmm. way. For me during my college, my college years, um, it was, so I, Hmm. So I'm thinking of how to frame it, right? During my college years, I attended a college that was more liberal from my high school, the way I was born or the way I was raised. And so there was a lot of shame, right? To put it, there was a lot of shame. I went through a traumatic experience, um, sexually harassed, and I couldn't tell anyone about it because I felt that no one would understand me and that I would be shamed. And so in my theater. So I joined theater and I found theater healing. We were asked by our director to journal our process, to journal what we were going through, right? Because who could be our therapist while we're acting and pouring our hearts out? So the journal for me became the a way of, I am my character and I'm not my character. And then we would give our director our journals and, and literally we would pour our heart out and and share our most intimate experiences because we felt held and we felt trusted. And from that, she was able to reach out to us and give us that support and give us what we needed. So that for me is how it started. And I felt, you know, I felt supported. I felt seen from that experience of being witnessed after journaling and you know, no one has to read your journal <laughs> and see, but to be able to write it down and speak when I felt that I couldn't have a voice, I couldn't speak it out, but the practice wasn't writing it and being able to express it, right? Like the block in the throat chakra, whatever. Um, the first thing you do is to just write it as, you know, express it as however you can. So that was my journey um, through mental health and seeing how theater and astrology and knowing that I'm connected 
and I'm lovable can come together. And that's, that's how I fell in love for this journey. You deserve to feel comfortable in your own skin. Lalo na sa babago-bagong panahon. Kaya nayon palang, turn to the most trusted all-purpose medicine products like United Home. United Home, manufactured by Unilab, created three different products that target different skin conditions to help you survive the everyday grind without any distractions or discomfort. Starting with United Home Dermatec, the best solution for itch caused by skin conditions like psoriasis, atopic dermatitis, or eczema. This is also available at half price in all leading drugstore brands. So make sure to include this on your shopping list or grocery list. Next, they have the number one Whitfields ointment in the market. United Home Whitfields helps treat Alipunga, Buni, An-An, and a lot more fungal infections. And if you're suffering from acne and scabies or galis, United Home Sulfant can soften and loosen the crusts on the skin and can destroy the itch mite that causes galis. Try and welcome United Home to your homes today by availing these products in Mercury Drug and other leading drugstore brands nationwide or by clicking the link in the description. And see how much better life can be when itch doesn't stand in the way. Saminga ng mga nanay United Home. I think it's so beautiful that you pointed out that when we go through things that we cannot share with other people, our journal is there. You know, at least we have an outlet. At least we're not just kind of hiding that secret, that trauma, that incident in our own space, but we're letting it out even through the writing, which is such a great um, tip. Now, Inya, how about you? What is your way of working with journals my way of working with journals um i think in relation to that mental health question um i think just like monica i kind of grew up thinking that you know sadness or negative emotions should be dealt with a kind of tough love or you know that's like sort of thing or you have to suck it up and just be positive so i grew up thinking that way and um, I think in some ways it kind of deteriorated how I thought about things and it made me think that, okay, you know what, negative emotions should just be swept under the rug. But then after I started journaling and then really like trying to process these emotions and kind of just write about it, it's normal. It's a human thing to be, to feel sad or to feel negative emotions and that we can actually receive and get help. We can actually talk to ourselves kind in a kind way and not just, you know, brushing it off and saying that, oh, it's nothing. So that's what that's why journaling has really helped me into clarifying these kinds of thoughts and um, I guess not brushing it off anymore and really processing how to how to overcome it instead of um, just hiding it. I think that's been really healing for me. Beautiful. And Nina, how about you? Tell me about your experiences with kind of dealing with those kind of issues. Yeah, I think honestly, mine is quite similar to Inya. Like, you know, like therapy has always been, I mean, like, you know, like dealing with like mental health. It's always like a bit, I guess I would, I don't know if it's correct to say like 
a bit taboo in this community how like we're only starting to really talk about it and you know growing up it's also something similar to what Inya said it's like I'm just always like expected to like just deal with it right like you know like also especially since like therapy in a way is also seen as like a luxury here in you know like in the Philippines like in the developing countries and like as Monica said like like these services are always paid and it's, you know, like that's why us finding another way to like kind of like help ourselves and, you know, like get through like any of the like experiences we're experiencing is like, that's, that's how we found like journal to be therapeutic. And like um, what I learned here is that being vulnerable really isn't a weakness. It's really such a, you know, huge strength because like being vulnerable and writing everything down, like really lets you understand what you're feeling, right? Like for you to actually write it down on paper, um, you really see like what's going on in your head. And like, sometimes that's like what you really need to really help you get through things. Cause it's like, you can have so much scenarios in your head, but really it's like, what what's happening what's going on and like me being able to see it and write it down like that really helped me because i'm a type of i'm a visual person i love i love seeing things and um you know like i love all these creative stuff and like being able to see what i'm thinking it's honestly like therapeutic in my head so like that's how i use journaling and i hope like you know somebody somebody out there also like you know relates to how i use it Amazing. And um, you said, Nina, about the stigma on therapy. You mentioned that a little earlier. Talk to me about that. Talk to me about how that is also part of your mission, part of what you are um, setting out there as, as one of the intentions, sending out there, excuse me, as one of the intentions with the planner. Yeah. So, um, one of the main things that we actually also want to, you know, like touch on with the planner is that we want to tell everybody and like, you know, tell who, you know, tell our community because we're very, I would say we're a very conservative community. I would say like growing up, you know, in our predominantly Catholic society, um, you know, like being weak and being vulnerable, like being vulnerable shouldn't be seen as a weakness, you know, like people actually end up falling into depression because people don't talk about it. People don't talk about it enough and people need to understand that it's completely fine. That is why we want to be able to like, you know, reintroduce therapy in a way that therapy isn't for anyone who like therapy is an exclusive to people who are like diagnosed with like mental health disorders, but like it's literally for anyone and everyone who needs it or who just wants to talk about like what is going on in their lives, you know, just to get, you know, more clarity on it and like, you know, getting the insight of somebody um, next to you because, you know, talking about it really helps and writing it down really helps. That's why, as I said earlier, like I'm lucky enough to have found like a therapist in my friend Monica because she's someone like I always talk to about this and like being able to create something more tangible for other people to use, which is like journaling, which we see as like a stepping stone to like, you know, doing more therapy work. That's why 
this is like one initiative that we have into like, you know, breaking the stigma on therapy because like, you know, therapy is like completely normal. Therapy is fine. If I can go to therapy every single day, I would. Um, yeah, it's incredibly li- liberating. Um, I don't know if like that's the same for everybody, but like, yeah, Monica, I know Monica has a lot to say about uh, breaking the stigma on therapy. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I feel like, it's still such a hard pill to swallow. You know, therapy is such a hard, it's such a big word. And so we use astrology to make it more digestible. When I ask, hey, what's your sun sign? Oh, I'm a cancer. Oh, so you're very emotional. Like, what do you think about that? And then that brings dialogue. And that's where therapy happens in relationship. When two people are talking and opening up, that's therapy. In conversation, in, in general conversation. Absolutely. I, you know, clients come to me all the time and they're like a little bit like, okay, you know, what's going to happen? There's a little bit of nervousness. There's a little bit of, especially if they know nothing about it. And I'm like, relax, we're just going to talk. And they just open up and, you know, they literally feel so comfortable pouring their heart out once all that, you know, stress of what's going to happen in a session is over. And they kind of feel like, oh, okay, we're just going to talk. And that's really Mm -hmm. where all the realization happens, where the kind of understanding sets in, where the releasing or perhaps the healing, all of it comes in, in that process of conversation. And so you're right. Therapy is a very, um, maybe misleading word. Maybe we should start calling it, you know, self self self-discovery sessions. We should start (laughs) calling it like, um, you know, I I like the word psychotherapy, but it still has the word therapy in it, um, which is, Mm -hmm. as you said, you know, quite the intimidating word. Um, but Mm -hmm. I, I love that the three of you together. I mean, this is something so important and it's something that I've been also working towards, from the time I got into this kind of work, which is to, you know, help people understand that these tools and resources are easy, should be easily accessible, should not be scary. It is something, you know, I like what you said, Nina, you said, you know, if I could go through therapy every day of the week, every day, you know, that would be great if you had, and and that's what you have kind of with Monica, right? Anytime you need someone to talk to who can be objective, who's not going to take your side just because she's your friend. She's probably going to give you an unbiased, you know, very neutral point of view. She's probably going to direct you to see the bigger picture, understand the lesson in it. She's going to do everything she can to help you be better, to help you grow, to help you, you know, come out of the situation in a very positive way. Um, And that's really difficult to find in a friend. Usually people have to go to a therapist, a coach for that. So I, I totally get um, how valuable, valuable it is to have somebody like that in your life. And in a way you're giving the journal, this, you know, this guided journal and planner to people as, as a friend, you know, this is your friend and this, this friend is going to coach you and guide you and remind you um, about those things that are really important. Right. Exactly. As a friend. As a friend. Right. Your mm-hmm. thoughts, Inya, what yeah. do you think? I think I like that you brought up that the planner is like your friend because I did not take part in the writing process. So when I'm using the journal, I feel like I'm reading it for the first time because I didn't write it. So seeing these questions like for this week, it's how have I asked myself lately, how am I? And I never really stop and think about these questions ever. That's why it's so 
you know, it's kind of, it's enlightening writing in a guide journal because it asks you questions that normally you'd be even maybe cringing to ask yourself, but it, it really allows you to answer them. Yeah, I, I totally hear you. Totally hear you. All right. So let's talk about astrology since we've already broached that subject, right? People say all the time, Monica, when the stars align, right? And I think that comes from astrology. And I I love using Mm -hmm. that, you know, when the stars align, everything just falls into place. What does that really mean to you? And do you believe this project was a case of the stars aligning for the three of you? The first thing that the image that came to mind was synchronicity. It's a term that Carl Jung talked about when, when things just happen for a reason and it's not coincidence, but it's synchronicity that everything happens for a reason, no matter how disorganized it may seem, right? The connections and people find each other and people make the connections for a reason. So but at the beginning, you don't know it yet, right? At the beginning, when a relationship happens, when a collaboration happens, there's so much uncertainty, but, but at the same time, there's a knowing. So for us, I think it was that inner knowing that this is my purpose, this is your purpose and yours, and let's collaborate because we believe in it, because we prepared for it. So I feel like it's when the teacher, when the student is ready, the teacher comes. That's synchronicity and the other way around, right? So because we were equipped with our resources and the timing brought us together, I think that's when the stars align, when you're ready for it and when the opportunity comes. So what you're saying is stars aligning has a lot to do with synchronistic events Mm -hmm. that happen. Mm -hmm. It's kind of synonymous with each other and And um, I'm sure there are plenty of points in your lives where the stars have aligned for you um, as Mm -hmm. as they have for me. So I think that this is um, a really beautiful thing to highlight as well about the planner. The fact that it is kind of, you know, it's all about the stars and as above, so below the stars aligning, the the Mm -hmm. name, the translation of Ad Astra. I love how it's all just, you know, it, it. just is such a beautiful story together. And Sanaya, our meeting, our meeting is synchronistic, I believe, right? Somehow we formed a connection and now we're reaching people and we can build together. So these little, you know, conversations, this is synchronicity. Absolutely. And I know we're talking about the, the Ad Astra planner, what you guys have done, but what I also love is what we're really talking about is more of the process, right? The process of the journaling, the, you know, the tool of writing, journaling, getting your thoughts out, you know, the, the, the effort that you put into it is what made this really special collaboration. But I love that a lot of our listeners are also kind of just, even if they start journaling for themselves on a piece of paper in like, a, you know, one of those regular college ruled notebooks and you just start writing, start there. And as you start to enjoy it, you're going to want to level up and you want to get something that's guided and you want to get something that's beautiful to look at. And, you know, I wake up in the morning and I see that color yellow and I'm just happy. So, you know, this is all about kind of just dipping your feet in, getting to start doing things that are good for your own personal self-care. I want to talk to you guys about birth chart. 
Okay. And I guess I'll roll this question back to you, uh, Monica, about the birth chart. How does it work? You know, why is it important to do a birth chart? How can we use one for our, our lives? Yeah. Um, I shared a little bit about my discovery of my birth chart and how a shift happened when I had my chart read, when I was learning how to read my own chart. And I think what it gives is perspective. When you realize, when you see the patterns of your life reflected, oh, these are, this is how I tick. These are my patterns. And these are my self-destructive behaviors even. And being able to know it from an observer point of view, being able to notice it without judgment. I think that is the biggest gift astrology can give you or your, you know, your birth chart. It's that self-awareness without judgment. And knowing these, knowing your patterns, then you'll grow because you don't feel threatened. You don't threaten yourself, right? Then you'll see, this is how I can actually grow. And so knowing my ticks, knowing my week as a Libra, you know, I'm the scales. And I realized I value relationships to the point of forgetting myself. So knowing this, how can I build better boundaries? How can I learn to say no and mean it? And this, I mean, it's a constant practice, Right. And it's a it's it's less than my whole life, but it starts with that awareness. And so growth and development from realizing certain points in your chart and knowing your strengths, too. When we know our strengths, instead of focusing on weaknesses, we're more empowered. You know, when we're more empowered to take opportunity and especially when it aligns with the cycle. So astrology right? We have cycles and planets knock on our door, our own planets, and it's time to welcome them in. Whenever a planet enters, when you, the fact that you know it's there um, gets rid of the fear, you know, oh, Pluto is knocking in my first house. Let Pluto welcome in, do some transformation work. You know, I know it'll be tough, but now I know that I can take care of myself. So aware, being aware of there's a visitor coming. Let's welcome them in because when I keep them out, they're going to go hungry. I need to feed the visitor. So just having that visual, you got to let even the dark, you know, the hungry visitor needs your support and attention the most. And I think that's what astrology can give you awareness of what are my cycles? Because everyone, the world has cycles and it's not predictive, it's observation too and experiencing. And when you do that, your life has so much meaning in a way because you know your purpose and you know that this hard time will pass. Yeah, this hard time will pass. My Saturn return will pass. It'll last two years and then I'm off doing something that I know I should be developing. So that's a, this too shall pass, yeah. Nina, you said that from the time you were a child, and, you know, Monica has been doing your birth chart readings. And so you're constantly, you know, working, referring to her and having her help you with that. Now, from a, the perspective of someone who is getting that chart read frequently, mm -hmm. how has it helped you? Okay. As I said, like I, Monica has, every time Monica pulls up my natal chart, my birth chart, there's always something new that I learn. Right. Like it's also because like, you know, as we grow, like we learn more things about like life and like putting meaning into like the different like um, positionings of the planet 
in your chart and all that. And like, whenever I talk to Monica and like, she says like, Oh, did you know that your Mercury is in this house? And it means that, you know, like you're very, you, you, the way you work, you like to communicate and, you know, like hearing that kind of, serves as a validation into the type of work that I'm doing now. It's like, okay, that makes sense. Like, you know, like this is the reason why I always gravitate towards this kind of work. Like, this is the reason why, like, um, you know, like I enjoy doing the, these things, but I always, Monica always talks to me, like, you know, the birth chart is never like something that would predict the future. It's there to help you understand, like, you know, like, as she said, like your weaknesses, your strengths, and like, ultimately, like, you know, what you are made of, right? Like, and what you can use, um, what, what you can, what you can learn from that and use and like how you can grow in life and like find your life's purpose. That's why like, whenever, I talked to Monica, there's always something new that's being brought up. Like the other day, like she was like, she brought up like new astrological terms that I even had to like research. I was like, like Nina, did you know you have like a cardinal cross in your sign? And then I'm like, oh my God, there's always something new that I need to learn. Let's say, you know, like it's never ending. And it's amazing because like this birth chart has been the same the moment I was born right? Like it's, it doesn't change. And like, you always just learn something new. And that's why like Monica always calls it the blueprint to your life, you know, cause like the blueprint to like who you are, because you know, like there's so many layers to it, but then you always will like learn something new, like how it is in life. Like there's always something new to unfold. There's always something new to learn. That's why I think like it's such a beautiful tool for like, you know, self-actualization and like you actually learning about yourself. And that's actually one of the things that we love. Um, you know, one of the things we learned when creating this product, this Ad Astra Planner and Journal is that, you know, we learn more about ourselves ultimately. It's like in the process, like, who we really are, how we work, you know, like the things that value that, that we value in this world. And like, yeah. So like, it's ultimately that like the birth chart and knowing yourself and learning about more, learning more about yourself. That's great. Sanaya, I was wondering, um, since you're we talking about birth charts, if you would be interested or you would be willing to share us your chart and maybe we can have a glimpse of who, what blueprint, right? What is your astrological blueprint and what uh, the stars can say? Absolutely, Monica. I would, uh, I would definitely love that. You know, I love learning a lot more about myself. And I think what's, what's great is that everybody, you know, can probably attest to the fact that we all have doubts in our lives. And when you get things like blueprints or you get things like um, charts made, they really help to confirm maybe things that you believe in or your, you know, ideas that you're floating, choices you're about to make. Um, so I think it's, it's great that we, when we have an opportunity like this, definitely take it. So yes, please go ahead. <laughs> okay. So I have your chart. Um, ready with me. I can share it, but I can also talk English. <laughs> I can also talk English and explain the glyphs, right? Because the symbols, it's symbols. Um, and I interpret it and make it accessible. So the big three, you know, we can go, we can do a simple sun, moon and rising, um, in your chart and 
Are you familiar with your big three or not yet? Well, I've, I've had my charts read um, mm-hmm. a few times, uh, okay. but it's been a while. So I don't remember yeah. anything. I remember it was okay. relevant at that time in my life and it was okay. very interesting, but it's been a while. So let's, let's, okay. you know, start with, let's start as if I know nothing okay. about it. Okay. So I want you to imagine a landscape. So, you know, just imagine a landscape, a setting. What does air with water and fire look like? What image comes to mind? Uh, the sun setting on the water. And that is your ecosystem. The sun setting in the water. And where will you be? Where are you in the, in the sunset? I'm on the beach and I'm looking at the sunset. I'm just kind of mm. sitting on the beach and it's right in front of me. Mm-hmm. And that's you as a cancer sun right? You are a body of water. You're a body of water that likes to rest the crab that sits in the shore to watch, to watch the beauty, to witness the beauty um, of your Leo sun, of your Leo moon, right? So your moon, while you're a cancer sun, a water intuitive person, your need is, um, is to shine a light, is to be that sun. So the moon in Leo is that sun, it's that sunset. It's being able to provide light. It's to be able to provide nourishment, light, inspiration. And in your chart, it's in the area of communication. It's in the area of teaching. You're a teacher and you're also a perpetual student. And the moon touches Jupiter and Jupiter is expansion. It's abundance in that same area with your Mercury, which is the mind, all in Leo. So it's just, it's so perfect that you're, you're here to, to, to share all that you've learned, to share wisdom, to share everything. And this is your legacy, right? And you do it through your rising sign, which is Gemini. And Gemini is the same. It's the writer, the storyteller. So at at your core, you were a storyteller of passion and love and purpose. And that's a mini reading, right? So how are you, how are you feeling? What, what comes up for you? Completely resonates that, that completely resonates, um, describes a lot of how I like to sit back and watch things play out and see the magic. Um, I definitely resonate with, you know, the, the sun, the idea of, of needing to shine the light. Um, yeah, I, I really do feel, uh, that astrology has a really beautiful way of taking, um, the thoughts we have, the, the personality we are and painting a picture that allows us to see our own selves, very objectively. So it's a mm-hmm. great uh, way of sort of understanding yourself deeper and better. So thank you for that reading. My pleasure. So you do this, Monica, with people, you do readings and sort of guide them. Is this something you actually do? I do. I do it. Um, it's while I do my therapy practice, I'm a drama therapist, I'm working in a hospital now, um, during the weekends, during when I get home, I do my readings too. So it's a bit of a passion project and also a calling. 
I, I think such a great endeavor. And I, I'm so inspired by how the three of you have come together and I really have something to say with the project you've done. And I feel like there's probably a lot more projects along the way, a lot more things that you're going to do. It seems like this is only the beginning. So I wish the three of you plenty of luck. We are at the end now of our, um, of our one hour mark. And it was a very, very interesting conversation, girls. So thank you for sharing all your knowledge and Thank you for this beautiful planner. Really, guys, mm. you got to go check of it out. Course. Tell me, how do how do people get this planner? How do they um, order one? Well, um, we have it available in our website, the adastra.co. Um, it's also linked in our Instagram at heyadastra. So um, we actually have limited pieces left. So, yeah, you better get your hands on it before it sells out because um yeah we have a couple couple yellow left and a lot more tan so if you want to get this like you know cute sunny cover then please head there and and, and Sanaya too yeah mm -hmm. i was just gonna say i just uh <laughs> ordered a bunch for my store mindbodyenergy.ph uh, so you guys can check out that website as well it's mindbodyenergy.ph we also have a lazada and a shopee store and the planners are available on our store as well so that's how much i love the planners i was like mm. we gotta get them and we gotta like you know share it with our um our clients, our customers as well. So definitely check it out and also follow it's Hey at Hey Ad Astra. Yes. And you have, they have some great quotes, illustrations. It's really an, a nice space also to connect with them. Um, now I'm going to ask you girls for your project loving myself mantra or message that you'd like to share with our audience. I'm going to send it over to Inya to start off with that. What, what would you like to say to our listeners, Inya? So our, my mantra is loving thyself starts with knowing thyself. So nice. Okay. Uh, Nina, your message. Okay. I'm going to, well, okay. I would agree with Inya, like definitely loving thyself is begins with knowing thyself, right? Um, which is essentially what our uh, planner is, but then um, I would revert back to add Astro, which is to the stars. And I guess what I want to say is that there's no cap to our potential, like go beyond, like dream big and like, you know, love yourself and know that you are worthy and you are capable. And knowing and at the cover, right? At the cover of the journal, it says as above, so below which means that we get meaning from the stars and we bring it down here. But I also like to say as below, so above that we have the capacity to create our own worlds, our, our own destiny. So we even have more power and empowerment in that. So as below, so above as well. And there you have it. That's the whole idea of destiny, the idea of our free will, that everything has its own component um, in life. Thank you, girls, again for your time, for your energy, and for all this love in this beautiful planner and journal. Yay. Thank you, Thank you so much, Sanaya. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much. 
I love how these three girls came together for something so incredibly special. Having worked on so many different projects myself, I know how hard it is to get anything done over the distance and through this pandemic. But where there is passion, there is purpose. Tell me about your experiences with journaling. Better yet, post a picture of your journal on your stories and tag at Project Loving Myself Podcast and at Sanaya Gurnimal. Let's get journaling to go viral in our PLM community. I also appreciate your review of the podcast and hitting the subscribe button for me. I bid adieu with the quote for today. It's not in the stars to hold our destiny, but in ourselves. And that's a William Shakespeare quote. My wish for you is that the stars keep aligning in your life to bring you more joy, love, and happiness. Thank you for joining me this week on Project Loving Myself, brought to you by Podcast Network Asia and powered by Podmetrics. Lots of love. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.